Being a real estate agent can be demanding. Being a mom, now that's even more challenging. Now being a mom in real estate, now that is hard. about today's guest. This is going to be such a treat because it's definitely, I did push it. Thanks for all of the, there's gestures over there on the side, by the way. Um, I, first, I want to give acknowledgement to our sponsor, Diane Gertis from the Mortgage Advantage. Thank you so much for making this possible. Um, today is a fantastic twist from what we've been doing. Um, we've, we've titled it Chaos Coordinators, which is perfect. And I'm so pleased to talk with these ladies. And before I introduce them, I want to give you a little bit of background about why we're having this topic. Week after week, we've been talking to women, extraordinary women, talking about their struggles and their victories and how they maintain a level of sales or a high level of business. And um, sometimes we can get too narrow-minded about what can be, what kind of a personality or what kind of skills or strengths can you bring to real estate and still be super successful in real estate. So chaos coordinators are two behind the scenes women who make sense of all of the mess that salespeople bring to them. So we've got, um, first I would like to introduce you to Kristen Santizo. And then we also have Nikki McKinder. And I am so excited to let you guys see a little bit into their lives and how they are such a blessing to the salespeople that they support. So let's just start with some personal things. Kristen, okay. you've been in the business for five and a half years, yep. and you are um, the administrator of a team that's going to close about 120 homes this year. Yep. That's, that's right. incredible. I'm really excited for you. Tell us a little bit. Let's start with your kids. Start from yes. Towns and go down. Okay, so I have a 17-year-old um, Towns, and he is active, and he's a teenager who thinks he knows everything, of course. And um, so a little bit about him is uh, he has a lot of cardiac issues. So that's my kind of thing with him and a lot of health issues that we didn't know about. So he's got his own, being a mom to him is unique because I have to kind of watch a lot of those medical stuff. Um, then I have Pierce who's 12 and he's mellow and sarcastic and funny and loving and he just loves video games. Like I think every, I think so. I think yep, every I've got one of those, two of those. Yes. Um, and then I have Dash who is nine and um, I always say has a heart for cats that I don't understand. <laughs> so like he just loves cats. Unique breed. Like, that's my only, yep. And he also does have a lot of um, medical issues with, um, he has a lot of severe food allergies. So that's was, hard to deal with, yeah. Yeah. food allergies. For the first two years, um, the doctors were saying he might be one of those kids who can't eat. Oh so, really? Mm -hmm. Wow, well, so, that's severe. So what, is that, what would that mean? I don't get that. It was a eosinophilic esophagitis is the a technical word, but um, <laughs> basically... Say that five times fast. Yeah, I cannot. I cannot. Um, so he couldn't eat anything. Like, he would oh. vomit up everything, so we did all these testing. And I know there's a lot of moms out there who struggle with their kids with food allergies, so I'd like to validate how hard that is. So, yeah, wow. Um, so it's really, um, it was a challenge the first two years, and I just feel blessed because he can eat food. Yeah. It's very limited, but he can absolutely eat. And now he's grown, now he's nine. Mm -hmm. And so he, we still have to watch it. So that is also an issue with 
I feel like being a mom to him is a little bit been of a challenge. What kind of foods can't he eat? Like most or most, most, most. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But he he has this limited pocket that he can eat, and we go with it. And yeah. I listen when the doctors told me there's a chance that your kid might not be able to eat food. I was like, if you can eat five foods for the rest of your life, amen. Right. So like, do they continue to like test him to see if he's outgrowing any of the allergies? They do, and, they he, think and he, he does slowly. Oh, good. Some, but good. I just. Well, if I only had three foods or three choices, it would be water, wine, and sushi. Ooh. I could do that. There you Probably go. every day. Okay. <laughs> Probably every day. Probably every day. So, no, but I, I have three, and they are, you know, in this moment, they yeah. are healthy, and I'm happy. That's and nice. so I always say that my background is also nursing, and so I always joke, I'm like, maybe I went to nursing school to, like, parent my children. Well, God <laughs> works that right, way. Possibly. Honestly, I can't tell you how many women we've talked about on this show, right? Who we had um, one guest, Jen Gould, who when she was growing up, she worked, all, she nannied. I think she nannied for um, this family that had a, on a, an autistic child, and so she really got to know what that was all about and what that entailed. And then, she, when she had a child, he was autistic, oh, wow. and it just. I believe that that's the sweetness of God preparing you to deal with what he oh, wants to gift you with. Absolutely. So I think that's so cool. Yep. So yes. Okay. Like Nikki, you've got kids as well, too. I do. I, do. I love your story. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So there's Tyler. He is 13. And um, he was actually, he's my bonus son, I like to call him. So my husband was raising him when we met, and he was five at the time. And um, he's a sweet, sweet baby boy. He's very helpful, has the kindest heart. He's one of those that you can ask him to do something, and he just gets up and does it. Like, I very, very rarely get in. attitude. She's unless, bragging. Unless he's on video games. <laughs> video okay. games, yes. Because mm -hmm, that means he has to take the headset off and, ugh, you know, go <laughs> do whatever. Tell the story about the other day with, with uh, the morning. What? Oh, so we're getting ready, and my husband says, you know, I need the yard mode. You know, and he works in Scottsdale, so he has that commute and everything. So he wakes Ty up at 6.45. And I was like, oh, you know, on a summer day. And so we were in there getting ready, and we're like, yeah, he's probably not going to get up. <laughs> so, but there he goes, walking by, you know, in his little landscape duty that outfit. Is, that's and just, fantastic. That's just went out there, got uh -huh. the lawnmower, and went to town. That is extraordinary. Wow. I don't, yeah. I have six, and I don't have one of those. He's, I don't have one either. Does anybody have one of those? He's precious. He is precious. He is precious. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Graceland, and she's the complete opposite. <laughs> so she's, yeah, chaos. Mm -hmm. So she's four, and she's very spunky, super loud, um, very confident, and um, she's not quiet at all. She, Not at he, all. Is the Energizer Bunny still around? Yeah, yeah. Is that Graceland? She is definitely <laughs> one of those. But um, she's she's sweet and um, she's thoughtful, but she wants to be a nurse. So oh, I love that that you had said that. Yeah. So that's what she wants to do when she gets big and she likes dance. And um, so Nikki and I babies. were swapping stories about center of attention kids because we've both got this. I've got to be the center of attention at all times, which is mm -hmm. cute at times. Right, really right. cute. It and can charming. be entertaining. And um, it's so funny because when somebody first meets my center of attention child, they're like, "Oh my gosh, he is so adorable!" And I'm like, "Come live with him for a little bit and see how that happens at bedtime." Right? Because it doesn't stop. <laughs> no, it never stops. <laughs> no. Never stops. 
Okay, so we've got wonderful kids. Um, let's just start with um, how you got to be into real estate and how you evolved to be behind the scenes. Why is that happening? Why did that progression happen? I, I kind of know that some people on, uh, on purpose do that, but I don't think most people do. I think most people get into real estate for the reason of selling or to do that and then find their way into to the gifted part of being behind the scenes. Tell me your story first. Um, I was actually in the medical field. I was a medical assistant and I was going to school to become a nurse. And just the further I got into it, I just felt that that wasn't my calling. I knew that there was something that you know I was lacking as far as that goes. So um, my husband, you know, we did a lot of self-reflection and stuff like that, and he had suggested that I go into real estate, and I loved the idea. I was like, I can do that. I can show houses, and you know, and then I got my license and <laughs> started working in the field and. I realized that I don't enjoy negotiations. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm just not real confident in that. But I'm a very organized individual. So I feel like I was blessed to have found that aspect of real estate because there's all different, you know, avenues or aspects of it. So I went down that. So that what road. I missed was I, I remember I, I talked to these ladies before we go on <clears> just to get to know them. If I don't already know them, I knew these two. But um, what I missed in our conversation was somebody, I think, gave you the chance to, to upload Skyslope files or something, mm -hmm. and that's when you kind of discovered, wow, this is, my, this is my thing. Yes, yeah, so our broker had, um, he had asked that I help a few agents out that were too busy to, you know, to handle their own files, and so they were sending everything over to me, and I was separating the documents and uploading and, you know, for review, and I just, I loved it. I mm -hmm. was like, this is, it's like putting puzzle pieces together. Yeah. And it, it really was. And I just, from day one, so, I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I've been really excited to, to do this show because I know, just because we've overseen so many agents, that there are people out there that feel like they should be good at sales and they, they, they feel like they should be succeeding on the front end of real estate and almost feel badly that they're they're like attracted to the behind the scenes part. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage, I, there's got to be people out there listening that go, I hate sales, but I'm in real estate. You know, mm -hmm. Charlie Blackmore, she, um, oh. she hates sales, but it took her a little <laughs> while to figure out that that was okay. And that there is a huge demand for excellent excellent behind the scenes people and they are few and far between we just happen to have two sitting here at this table that are uh, excel in a huge way and without these ladies in their realm their who their team around them couldn't survive or be as successful as they are nikki mm -hmm. you close like 30 transactions a month for Close your team mm -hmm. i mean that's a lot of that's a lot of closings that's a lot right <laughs> so now kristen tell us a little bit about your journey my journey was um, I had just hurt my back, had left nursing, and my husband was in real estate, and he said, why don't you just come and work with me just for a few months to get me organized? And I looked at his stuff, and I said, yeah, you need help. <laughs> because he's got that agent mind. And so I hurried up, got my license, and um, it really was supposed to be a three-month journey. And it turned into, oh, well, actually, I'm kind of good at this stuff. So I was doing all the paperwork and doing even some of the nurturing at that time. And then I almost became like 
a showing assistant for him, and I would just, because I knew right away, I'm not in love with sales. Um, I would tell the, the clients, because I would actually go out and do showing assistant for a while, and I would tell them, listen, you know I'm negotiating for you. Because <laughs> they, like, they would be, you know, you build rapport with them, and they're like, we want you to represent us. Because they like you. Yeah, they right. like me. Right. And then I'd be like, you, I'm honest with them, and be like, you just don't want me representing you, because I'd be like, okay, that's what you get. Like, right. it just, I was not, I just don't have that, or I didn't even want, I didn't want it. At well, the what a confidence too. you have to have as a person to be able to say, no, that's not my strength. Mm -hmm. Because we're mm -hmm. so, we put pressure on each other to be good at everything. And I talk about this all the time. If that's a ridiculous notion, why would you even endeavor to be good at everything? Nobody's good at everything. Right. And I think that it just exudes a strength that you were like, that, that is not who I am. I know my strengths and that's not one of them. So you don't want me to do that for you. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it was really, and I always just say like, the sales team stays in their lane mm -hmm. and I stay in my admin lane and it works because we stay in our own lane. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. If and you if you try to cross over and do things, strengthen your weaknesses, you just bring the people yeah. around you down. Yeah, go in and we always tell the team, like, go in at all of your strengths and utilize the the admin team because I know sometimes and I don't know if you have this problem, like a single agent will come onto the team and they're used to doing everything. Right. And then to have to give up some of that admin control. Or like, wait a minute, I'm used to doing all my own paperwork. Wait, are you I, saying that some agents are control freaks? Sometimes, but so are some admin. So am I sometimes. So, um, but I'm, but just being able to, if you can stay in your lane and you can go all in on all of your strengths, mm -hmm. you're going to have so many more sales. You're going to Okay, wait, so let's talk about this for a second because now I'm talking to a different audience. Oh, there are people out there that say, I hate sales and I'm, I don't, I don't want, I'm ashamed, I don't want to admit it. Don't be ashamed. But then there's all of these other people who are realtors who refuse to even think about getting an assistant or refuse to think about delegating things that are not to their strengths so that they can rise up more. They just won't let go. So what I want you guys to talk about, which is unplanned because it just popped in my head, is what you got to describe. You have, I know you talked to me about unique benefits that you know your team enjoys because of the way that you manage and unique benefits to your team because you take those puzzle pieces and put them together for them. Let's talk about that so maybe we can encourage some agents who are ha having a hard time letting go to actually let go. Yeah, so I always I always say like I run our admin team and our real estate team, going back to my nursing, I run it like an emergency room. Um, I am very much into, I love efficiency and I love prioritizing. And so if you go into an emergency room, triage is the first word that you hear. Triage means to sort and prioritize. And so you know that when you go to, it's not first come first serve. There is always an order in which you have to do your daily tasks. And um, so I always say, leave the broken fingers in the lobby. Go work on, we're gonna go take the chest compressions, the guy who's dying right here, <laughs> we're gonna, which is a sale that is falling through. Mm -hmm. uh, a customer who you have to deal with right away. You don't have to do the flyer. Yes, the flyer needs to be done. Yes, your open house needs to have go grab the water bottles from fries. Yes, you need to do all of those things, but we have to prioritize our day and uh, work on what's important. Mm -hmm. So whether you're an agent, whether you're an admin, and even if you are like, I love being on the admin side of things, even that too is, what am I gonna do? I have my list of mm -hmm. things. I have 
my DAR, my daily activity records. And I, it is my, the date it comes in, the, what it is, uh, is it a high or a low priority, and when it can be done. So do you feel like that you um, coach the, your team members into constantly reminding them of choosing the highest and best? Constantly. Constantly. Right. I mean, I know for myself, as I'm looking at what are my daily tasks every day and what I'm going to prioritize, I'm constantly looking at that list going, okay, yep, that can wait. Nope, this has to go first. This has to go first. And then even with my team, um, they'll be saying, oh, I didn't, I didn't do this or I don't have enough sales on the board or whatever it is. I'm like, sounds like you didn't have enough conversations and sounds like you should have been doing your lead gen. So Kristen, <laughs> here, here's what I'm hearing you say. It's so good, by the Sorry. way. It's so good. <laughs> Because I know how I know firsthand how many agents struggle just to even figure out what they want to do. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine having a Kristen at your side that could say, "Okay, let's just get our thoughts straight. Mm -hmm. What do we have to get done? And let me help you. Let me direct you." And and that's a training. That's a, a something that you are probably blessing the team members with every single day to help them to get into the right mindset on how can I be more efficient? How can I choose the right task? and avoid mm -hmm. things like procrastination. That's fantastic. Yeah. Nikki, tell me a little bit about how you know you bless oh. your team. Um, well, ours is a little bit different, our setup. So I, right now, I'm only doing the transaction management. So we have two amazing team leads that do all of that. They're the ones that, you know, sit the agents down, teach them and stuff like that. So I come in whenever um, one of them goes under contract. And then I just kind of walk them through, because we do have you know, quite a few new agents that have never really even seen a transaction before. Mm -hmm. So they don't know what's next, mm -hmm. you know? And um, so we just kind of walk them through and show them each step of the way. And um, our team leads do all of the all Well, that's of the invaluable though. You know, 99% yeah. of the questions that new agents have are, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. What do I do now? You know, what's my next step? And to have you there to help them through that process right. is Walk huge. Walk them along and Absolutely educate them huge. and show them, you know, what each, you know, portion of the Now, I don't want to put too is. much burden on the transaction coordinator title because, and I, and I will qualify this, but so many new agents think I need, they try to think what do they need? And they might conclude training or mentorship or a team or whatever, which is all great. They all have their merit. But sometimes they don't even think about just the simplicity about once they maybe do a couple transactions by themselves, transaction coordinator. Mm -hmm. Because that is just a whole part of being organized. And we're not talking about a pair of jeans here. We're like talking about a house and missing deadlines and, and messing mm -hmm. things up is a big deal. To have somebody like you, Nikki, who's behind the scenes and knows the proper steps. You're, you're a trainer too. Right. You know? Yeah, and it frees them up to go do what, you know, they want to do. They don't have to worry about, you know, is this getting uploaded? Is the, you know? Yeah. And, and that gives them more. That's an amazing reminder right. to the agent who's like, I hear hey, that all the time. Hey, Thanks for the reminder. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> because I feel like we were talking earlier, it's a different mind. Right. They have a different mindset. They're, they're in the sales. I got to go get more. I got to go get more. They're out there. And we're like, hey, wait a minute. This is super important because we want this one to close. Mm -hmm. Call the client and yeah, we need, a, we need the bins are done today. Right. This is day five. The response is due. Just those little things, those reminders. Yes. I think are super helpful. Mm -hmm. And I, the other thing that I hear from both of you that I think is important to consider if you're even in the realm of, do I do, I do this? Do I get um, somebody to help me? Um, should I or should I jump into the admin side because I really feel like I'm drawn to do that? Mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I also think that the strength in both of you are you don't in enable your agents. This is what I mean. You don't do everything for them so that they are dependent on you for everything, mm -hmm. but rather you do things for them, but coach them along the way to be able to remember those things themselves. Right. To like, I'm not going to always be the one who's going to hold your hand. I'll hold your hand until you need it, but then you're going to go figure that out and use me just for the paperwork, right? So it's a progressive kind of like teach a man to fish mentality. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking for somebody, you don't want somebody who just takes it all on and you just leave this person unknowing because they, they depend on you too much. You teach them along the way and they value you even more over time. Absolutely. You guys are great. You guys are great. But Thank I want to talk about some personal stuff because okay. we've got some interesting things. Um, <laughs> first of all, I, I wish I had pictures, but I didn't have time to pull them. I wanted to pi draw pictures about, um, not draw pictures, I'm a terrible drawer, but <laughs> bring pictures about camping because Nikki loves to camp. I love it. Like, loves to camp. And I said, okay, all right, let's talk about camping. Are you talking about, like, camping, like, a tent on the ground and no bathroom? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> We take our mini house on wheels. <laughs> I have running water and electricity. I just like to be in the pine trees. What's, so. what's some of the best places you've ever gone camping? Oh, we always want to go up north, escape the heat. And um, we probably go, on average, 10 to 12 times a year. We love to camp. We're going this weekend, actually. So, But our favorite little spot right now is um, it's called Lolo My Springs. And it's um, in a little town called Cornville, like north of Prescott. Anybody? No? And, um, <laughs> oh, yay. But um, you've got Oak Creek that runs right alongside okay. of it. So you can go down to the creek and you can play in the water. And it's huge shade trees. And it's so fun. They have like a rope swing where the kids can, you know, jump off into the water. And it's awesome. That is. That's really nice. Yeah. So, that's so camping 12 times a year, huh? Yes, <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. We were talking about, um, Kristen and I were talking about hobbies because we like to know about what, what do people do for fun. Mm -hmm. And you just struck something that, that uh, I think that people need to hear as well. And she's like, well, um, none. I'm not in a season where I have any time for hobbies. Mm -hmm. So t talk about that a little bit. I, I do think that. like in, And I, I think about seasons in my life. Like, and I've had a lot of beautiful, beautiful seasons, you know? And I think about right now, I don't have time for anything else except for my family and my work. Like right now, that's what I'm, that's what I'm focusing on. And when you're, like I feel like when I'm building this with my husband and our team and I just want to pour into those people, but I, my family is still mm -hmm. the most important. So they're my hobby. They're my hobby right now. And I don't feel like it's a sacrifice at all. Um, I don't feel like I'm missing out on maybe something I had had in the past or I was able to do in the past because I see what we're what we're building mm -hmm. and um, and then I just love I just love spending time with my kids. Yeah, right I now. love the concept of seasons because I mm -hmm. think people um, as time goes on that's just inevitable. But I think some people put so much pressure on themselves to be well-rounded. You know, I've got to have something for myself and I have to have something with this and I have to have something with that. And that is a lot of pressure mm -hmm. when you get super busy. That's a lot of pressure. And what I was impressed about, Kristen, what you said was, I don't feel like that's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It was a conscious decision. I can knit later. Yep, you say it I, I don't know what I do. You knit? I, I, I embroider. I make Christmas, I make Christmas stockings. I love making these Christmas stockings. Aww. I don't know why. But you know what? 
I made them for my family, and it was like, okay, I have this piece about it. I don't have to make any more right now. Yes, I, I like making them for other people, but I don't have to do that right now. So I act like I was making fun of that, but nobody knows this, I don't think. But I used to cross-stitch all the time. Don't look, at me, don't look at me like that. Okay, I used to cross-stitch all the time, and I started this huge Christmas tree skirt and got like maybe a third of it done, and it's like remarkable. So you're and I put it away 20 years ago, or maybe more, and I'm like, one day when I have time, I'll pull that thing back out. I keep it because it's not a season. I'm not. It's not a season for cross-stitching people, right? It's not. No, That's and I. Neat, yeah. and it's not a season for me in my life to be able to have a lot of hobbies or do really much else besides what I'm doing in the season. And I think the reason I don't feel like it's a sacrifice is because I view it as a season mm -hmm. and I, I don't go, oh, this is my life forever. I can't do this. No. In this moment. What this am I doing God's in this moment? Today. Yep. So this is what he's blessed you to have. Absolutely. That's a, that, takes Absolutely. A, that takes a confidence. Absolutely. That takes yeah. a, 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 a faith in what God has for you in a season. Mm -hmm. And it takes pressure off. It takes and pressure I'm, I'm off. I'm a work in progress, ladies. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> we all are. Just saying, saying no, and it really being um, conscious, and like you said, making the choice of what am I going to say yes to, and what am I going to say no to? Because I recently got super overwhelmed because I kept on saying yes to things that I knew that I shouldn't be saying yes to, and it's not that I don't love that person or want to do something for that person. It was going back to my prioritizing. I have to say yes. My, my resources and my time is finite. I only have so many hours in my day. I only have so much money in my bank account. I only have so much energy. And patience. 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 I only have so much. And so you can only do so much. And instead of me feeling guilt, I, I kept on saying and, and praying about it and being like, what is the truth? What is, mm -hmm. what is, can I live in truth or can I live in lies? And these lies of everything, I have to do this, I have to do this, I don't have to. Mm -hmm. That's right. That is I don't have to. Mm -hmm. And so really just trying to be assessing in the situation and going, I just want to live in truth. Nope, it's going to be okay, Kristen. I don't have to feel guilty about not doing that. Yeah, so. I love that. That's good. That is, that is I'm really trying. good. I'm trying. That is really good. It's I like struggle. that. I think yes. everybody does. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. that's about balance. And what, I mean, Nikki, talk a little bit about how you keep balance in your life. Because 30 transactions, that's a lot of work. It mm -hmm. is a lot. It is a lot. And um, I think... Um, one of the struggles for me is to like, because I do take a lot of work home, you know, I mean, I can not have anything for half the day and then all of a sudden I get, you know, a lot of different things coming in. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm at home cooking dinner and sit down, you know, after I put the babies to bed and pull up my email and I've got tons Loaded. in the inbox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I think just balancing it, you know, setting aside the time, like, nope, this time is, this is dinner time. This is, you know, time with the family and everything. And then, you know, put the other hat back on and mm, go to work right. for a little bit so that the next morning isn't crazy as well. Right, right. So mm -hmm. you can manage your next day. Exactly. Balance is something that we talk about every week because everyone struggles with it. Mm -hmm. Well, I haven't met anyone yet. Maybe there's somebody who doesn't. Not on the show. Maybe they're on the show. <laughs> no. Not on the show. <laughs> no. No. How right now? I think the I other thing that um, came up in our conversation one way or another is just being in where you're supposed to be. I know um, that your journey through being a buyer's agent and learning that you mm -hmm. just negotiations and now you know you're settled into where you want to be. One yes. of the things that was interesting when I was talking to you, Nikki, was you said that you stayed at home with your children, with your children for 
a, a while. Yeah, three, three years. Three years. Because you were working, but you were working from home. Mm -hmm. And making that transition back into the office was a little It was a struggle. It yeah. was. It was an emotional struggle for me because I was used to, I mean, I had somebody there during the day to take care of her, but and we had a home office. But, you know, I'd still be able to take time out and have lunch with her, you know, while mm -hmm. Tyler was at school and everything. And then whenever I went back to the office, it was, I missed her. You know, I just missed, you know, seeing her and being able to be there for her. But um, it's an adjustment. We it, got used mm -hmm. to it, you mm -hmm. know. And then I think that in the evenings, it makes me appreciate my time with her a lot more, you know, right. with that patience thing. With the patience thing, yes. yes. Especially after a long day. But the Lord has you exactly where... He wants you to be. I agree. Right? Wholeheartedly, and, I agree. And you said something, Kristen, that I'd never thought about before, it, exactly the way that you said it. You said, I don't always ask myself, Lord, where do you want me to go? I said, do you want me to stay? Lord, oh. where do you want me to, what do you, to stay? Where do you want, where do you me, want to me to stay? Yeah. Um, I will be super transparent in the beginning, especially going from nursing, and this is supposed to be a three-month gig, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, five and a half years ago. Yeah, five and a <laughs> half years ago. Um, there have been many times where I'm like, okay, God, I was the analogy of uh, kids in the back seat, except God's in the driver's seat, and I'm in the back seat. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Do you want me to do something new? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are we going on? And I keep on hearing, no, I want you to business build with your husband. I want you to business build with your husband. And it was really, oh, you don't want me to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You want me to stay. And then really having him just change my heart for being where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And because I didn't want that in the beginning, I was like, I want to go. I want to do something new. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I thought it was going to be in nursing. I thought right. it was going to be, I didn't know where it was going to be exactly. Well, tell about this recent um, story. That's okay. so cool. Give okay. me chill bumps. So, I love it. <laughs> I had a recent story because um, my oldest son had had another health issue. It had come up where, listen, I don't know how you guys have, but we have Obamacare. We have um, some, we pay for our health insurance. I don't, you know, my husband's in real estate too, so we pay for private not the greatest health insurance so it made me go oh security I love security mm -hmm. so I could go back I could get a part-time job at the hospital and um, this door just opened like it flew open uh, one day I applied online the next day I had a phone interview the next day I had the job interview in person and, and who wouldn't hire you and I uh, was it was a part-time job. It was like everything that could have fit in with real estate and this. And I was praying about it. I'm like, I wanted this like door just like flew open. And I was praying and I heard him say, don't take that job tomorrow, Kristen. And I went. That gives me chills. And I was like, that must just be my head. Like, you know, right, you play with right. yourself. And I was like, don't take that job tomorrow. And I went, oh, okay, I won't take that. I, mean, <laughs> I won't take the job tomorrow. Like, okay, I really won't. So I showed up the next morning because I didn't have a way to call the lady. And I showed up and I went there and I'm like, so just kidding. I don't, <laughs> I'm not gonna, she's like, come on back. I'm like, no, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna go back for the interview. I said, I really, um, I was praying about it and I'm not supposed to take this job. Wow, but I think that's and so great. And I am supposed to be, I'm supposed to stay. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in real estate and I just need to surrender that. And okay, I don't, yes, I'm, I mean, I don't know, like, Having children with medical issues, mm -hmm. I always want to have the best, but then I keep on going, okay, God's my ultimate provider. That's right. So mm -hmm. it's going right. to be okay, and I have health insurance, so I just need to... All the practical things in our head, but when we 
rely on the mm -hmm. Lord to direct our paths, that's what we're supposed to Well, that's to be where doing. I was going, like, with the whole, like, is this truth or is it a lie? Nope, I'm going to be okay. And I'm good at what I do, so why am I right. not, mm -hmm. why am I not doing that? Why would I, why would I change oh that? Gosh, so I am... I have chill bumps three times now during this episode. <laughs> it's awesome. So I'm, I'm, tr I'm, you know, trying, and and yes, there's still part of me that's like, oh, okay, exciting new adventures. What's out there? But I really do love what I'm doing. I do and the I, same thing. And I, I do want to encourage people. If you're not feeling like you're supposed to be the salesperson, mm -hmm. there's amazing need. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's yeah. just oh, transaction coordination. We right now, we, right now, we are looking for uh, somebody who has their broker's license but loves admin. Who's sick of selling? Who mm -hmm. has knowledge? Yeah. Who could be a broker but loves administrative work? I know I'm going to find somebody just like mm -hmm. you guys who just has a heart. Maybe you're out there. Give me a call. Yeah. But um, <laughs> maybe yeah. I mean somebody who just has a passion and a heart and enjoys it and and embraces it and is good at it. It's it's right. so refreshing and I hope that that's encouraged you. So this is yeah. the time where I look at the questions that have been um, coming in from our mm -hmm. audience. But I have to admit that I'm getting some. Mm, I'm getting some agents, Christine and others, that are making fun of my cross-stitching comment. <laughs> <laughs> I will deal Someday. with you people later. Don't Someday. you tell anybody that. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. Um, okay. So this is a great question. I should have thought of it. Do either of you have any advice for people who are trying to recognize or realize which, do they have those strengths? Are those my strengths? How do they know? How can they figure that out? Oh, I would say explore it. I mean, if, you, if you're in cells and you're feeling uncomfortable with that, I mean, I went to be an administrative assistant, you know, like a real estate assistant. I left that so that I could just do admin because I knew that there had to have been something for me. Mm -hmm. You know, and I would say just explore your different avenues. There's a lot of different tests out there mm -hmm. right now. I mean, we you can take the DIS test. Mm -hmm. um, Yays, there's all these different tests, these personality tests too. You know what, you got me thinking, I actually have, if anyone's listening and they want this, I actually have um, a, an executive administrative online test that you can take yes, to see. Yes, you should do that. Yeah, so if any of you um, are interested in taking that test, I'll supply it for you. All you have to do is contact me. You can email me, Angela Fazio, with a number two at the end, um, at gmail.com, and I'll send you the test. Yeah, yeah. and it is That's great. A good that idea. is a really good test because it lets you know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. And then as you're going through it, explaining yourself to you, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, yeah. That's me. Yeah, that is me. That was a great suggestion. Mm -hmm. And you can Very much. be any of it. And you can say, I choose to do this, and you can still be amazing. So if you'd said you should be an admin, but you're like, but I love sales, then go be a salesperson. Right. You can choose to do anything and overcome any obstacle you have, even if it's a personality, like, okay, I'm more drawn to that. But if you are not sure, I would say absolutely take the test. And then obviously they're probably a trans, they're already doing some portion of that transaction coordination themselves. Right. Are you? Are you drawn to that? Do you like details? That is the main thing. Do you like details? Mm -hmm. No. If you don't like details, no. please don't apply for this I job. I don't like details. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, that's not... And also, if you don't like talking to the customers, this is not for you either, mm -hmm. because there's not a position in our company that doesn't talk to customers. Right. So it's very... Mm -hmm. Customer service is a lot of de-escalating. And I like that you said, don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. Because I know lots of realtors who are FCs, and they are killing it. 
because yeah. they choose to, just like what they you said. Choose to. Yeah, they have yep. to push through. They decide that they love it enough to yeah. push through the uncomfortable part of it. For them, it's worth it. And others just don't want to. Right. And you shouldn't mm -hmm. have to. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, I do have another question that came through. Um, do you have, I need this. Maybe I submitted this question. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any organization tips on how to effectively list tasks and get the most done? And do you have any tips on how to stay on task? So I think it's like list making, like what, okay. what's the best way to do that? And tips to stay on task. We use, we use a program called Reseal for our transaction management. So that means like anybody could come in to, and like emails are sent to, you set it up however you want to set mm -hmm. it up. So we have it set up. So if things are due this time, we're gonna get an email. Not only do we have like all of our other checklists, but it's just another layer of making sure things are done. Like automated time. reminders. Once automated okay. reminders. So yep. that's through Recio. And then also we use the platform Boomtown mm -hmm. and I love it. And I am always setting tasks all the time through that. I don't think you can do something at a high level like this without having reminders system upon system Correct. and mm -hmm. making sure that things double, triple check. I am yeah. a good um, testimonial person for if you put systems and procedures in place, you can appear very organized. Mm -hmm. Anyone. That's what I was going to say. You can. have to have a system foundation. Set up a system. And um, for me personally, I just, I have my tasks that I need to do. So I prioritize those, like, you know. do you literally list them or how do I you do. Them? On some of them, I list them. Like I created my own checklist, you know, for like which documents yeah. the broker's going to need, what days this is due and, you know, and so I can visually look at it mm -hmm. and I just mark them off as I go. I make notes on the file to help because whenever you are dealing with that many transactions, Somebody can give you, you know, a name and you'll be like, mm, hold on, yeah. you know? And so I like to have it right there with me so I can say, nope, this is, you know, what I did here. We always say the hands are in the files every day. Mm -hmm. So we have the checklist mm -hmm. right on top um, and every day, whether you know it's closing, it's a new build and it's closing five months from now. Look you at were, it. You were looking at the file yep. every day. Did I miss anything? Nope, I'm good. Habitual. Every day. Get some yep. good. Yes good habits in place to keep you accountable. So you guys are obviously scheduled and all of that. I don't think it's rocket science, but it is discipline. You guys are more maybe predisposed to, to have those talents, but anybody can create the habits and the discipline to be organized. Yeah. yeah. But if you still hate it, hire one of these kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> one of these kids. Right? Okay, so um, this whole show has been filled with advice, but if you had to leave our audience with one last piece of advice, what do you think it would be? Go. Go. Okay. I would say find a good support system. You know, surround yourself with good support people, whether, you know, it's your husband, your friends, your coworkers, your transaction coordinators, you know, whoever it is. Um, and allow people to help when you need it. You know, prioritize and um, just the other thing that I would have to say is like find your passion as well. Mm, you know, because it, it does make everything that much easier. Life is boring without passion. It is. Don't be boring. It is. I would say fail fast. Um, I, it's written on our walls, even at our office. Fail faster. I just want to fail faster than everybody else. So I would say em embrace your mistakes. And I even tell my children this. The person who can fail, learn the lesson, get up fast, get up, 
not complain about it and just keep on going. So even in transaction coordination, like we're people, we're dealing with people and money, right? Mm -hmm. Mistakes happen, mm -hmm. we're human, but learn the lesson, put a system in place. Just exactly. put a system in place, that's usually the solution, there was not a system in place, and then keep moving forward and just fail faster. I mean, whether you're a salesperson or admin, I just feel like um, we're, we are going to make mistakes. Yeah. And so many, I guess, even for our own team, I see people like, they get upset, like they take it like to heart and it's hard and not to, uh, yeah. yeah, and it hinders, you. and it hinders you from moving forward. So just fail real fast. And Come don't on. wear your mistakes like balls and chains on your ankles where you can no, never, never let yourself. them go. Yeah. Let it go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. For sure. Because yeah. sure. you're not going to be able to go forward at the speed that you want to probably move. Right. That's it. Yeah. So, okay, so you've gotten a job posting on this podcast. <laughs> you've gotten um, d d all kinds of different systems and offers on this podcast. And hopefully somebody either decided... I'm gonna go hire one, not these ladies, they're taken, no. but somebody <laughs> as talented and excellent as them, or I'm gonna go pursue that because I just already knew in my heart that that's where I should be. So you guys have been fantastic. Thank you so thank much. You thank so you so much for your time. Weren't they great, guys? <laughs> they're so okay. good. Thank you. One more thank you to Diane Gertis from The Mortgage Advantage, and I failed again. Kristen, what's next week? I know, I totally did. There's a show next week, and there's going to okay. be ladies up here. <laughs> and we're going to talk Keep Calm and Real Estate On. Yes, Ann Chudy will be your guest host next week because I will be in burning Yosemite. Pray for rain or something. <laughs> That's where I'm going to be. All right, have a great day, and thank you again for listening to Moms in Real Estate.